I'm Eric Olson, and welcome back to the Growing Revolution Smart Podcast, sponsored by SmartPot, the original fabric planter. And today's guest is Jason Ryder of Thriving Design, and he invented a product called the Seabite, and along with his sister Morgan, have been diving into the lawn and garden industry uh, solidly since 2020. And Jason's a big fan of using smart pot planters in his garden. Um, he's a super creative, uh, you know, interesting guy. So we had to get him on the show. Jason, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Eric. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, thanks for your time. Uh, so, Jason, can you please explain uh, what is the Seabite and how did you come up with it? Sure. Seabite uh, is a little garden clip and I'll have some right here uh, that attaches to a standard steel garden stake of uh, various sizes and allows you to create structures and forms of any uh, any shape you can possibly imagine pretty much. Uh, they connect together in three dimensions and create cages, lattices and uh, A-frames and TPs, whatever you want for your plants as well as you know some of the stuff that you can see behind here, the geometries are they're, they're pretty much endless. So they're uh, uh, basically it's the uh, improved tomato cage, and, uh, and it allows people to build sort of with a snack, if you will. Yeah, yeah, they they can get really creative with with creating uh, trellis uh, structures, tomato cages. Um, how how did you come up with the idea for it? Sure. Um, was growing cannabis in my basement back uh, in uh, about 2014. And I decided I wanted a way to pre-tie off uh, lines to garden stakes. And so I created an anchor on my 3D printer that I then uh, decided to have a lot more potential as a plant clip uh, coupler. So I, I, I just spent a month and a half uh, modifying the design and then shopped it around for a little while and decided that there was a market and uh, ended up designing a, a, a part that worked with an injection mold and, and started manufacturing them and playing with the cannabis industry. And did that for a whole bunch of years and uh, you know kept in my basement and didn't really invest what I needed to and took a pause and started a, a, a basil farm, uh, an aquaponic basil farm, which I did for a few years prior to relaunching the company when the patent came through in 2019. I asked my sister to join me we, we took the product which we used to sell just in bulk into uh, uh, a little more finished package form and we created a plant support kit which allows people to just grab and go and not have to worry about whether or not it fits their stake. You know, it has all the pieces they need to build simple frames. So uh, with that, we launched into the larger uh, lawn and garden market and uh, expanded through uh, uh, the last two years. Uh, we launched in the pandemic basically, and they're uh, working our way up through a recession. So we have a lot of good things ahead of us, basically nothing stopping us from uh, really taking the market by storm. Yeah, you know, I, I think if you can launch a company in a, you know, questionable business environment, like that just primes you for when, you know, the economy really does get robust uh, for great success. Yep. Oh, cool. So my next question was, what were you doing before starting Thriving Design? So I, I didn't know that you had an aquaponics uh, basil farm uh, before. Yeah, that. that's, yeah that's that was pretty, pretty cool. cool. We were growing uh, uh, basil over four stories with fish poop. Um, it, was, it was really neat. We had about uh, four acre equivalent in a 
2,000 square foot barn being fed by goldfish and koi in a 5,000 gallon aquarium. It was a really complicated structure, and you know, it didn't kind of didn't fly as I'd have liked it to as many startups do. But you know, you gotta you gotta go for it and see what happens. And so um, that was that was part of that. Boy, I've had a you know, I've been a librarian, I have an MBA, I'm a Peace Corps volunteer. I'm you know just kind of mostly always though entrepreneurial so one thing or another I'm, I'm starting a business and it's usually been in the area of gardening and food because i think it's such an important thing um for us to focus on at this time in, in history i mean really never before have we seen so many people fed by so few people and it's i think a, a precarious position to be in and so having a fun gardening product and encouraging people to be creative in their gardens and grow stuff and grow stuff vertically in, in small spaces uh, I think is, is is one way that we can kind of promote uh, food security, even in a very small way. And as a as a benefit corporation, we also give a portion of our profits to uh, uh, corporations that are doing food security work, education, and gardening, and, and, and protecting the environment. So this is just you know part of part of this uh, kind of con con continuum of work that you know my sister both and I have have been doing in in uh, you know caring for the planet and wanting to grow things and, and loving gardening. Well, I think when you're when you're doing good things for, you know, humanity and, and for the planet, you know, hopefully karma is kind of working in your favor. So um, and then it's funny, I literally just yesterday recorded a podcast with uh, Milo Seamus, who is the president of Dr. Earth. And the, <clears throat> the topic of our uh, podcast was food insecurity. So Come it's on. just kind of... Uh, yeah very timely that that we're following up with you and that's a concern of yours because it's a concern of ours if you've been uh watching the news it's hard to hard to avoid uh, so what other products do you sell besides the sea well, i mean it's uh, probably product? the coolest thing that there is but the sea bite is is sold in, in uh bags of 26 and 100 and various bulk sizes thousand we sell the steak kits in a six-foot variety pack here. This is our monster kit, which is for larger outdoor grows and, and, and cannabis. And we have a five-foot uh, garden steak that allows people to uh, kind of get their hands into it. On on the kits, we also have a, a little cap that are, are also manufactured in the U.S., like the sea bites, that uh, are really great because I know um, I myself as a gardener, um, outdoors and indoors, have had lots of run-ins with uh, sharp garden stakes. I like to cut them to build custom structures. So these caps that we sell along with the kits and the sea bikes uh, really are, are, are part of a system of plant support that allows people to really uh, build big canopies, get the light to penetrate the maximum amount of uh, productive growth space, and, and really get a lot of bang for their buck when they're growing something, you know, whether it's tomatoes or peas or cannabis or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm personally a big fan of your, uh, steak caps. Um, I, you know, I, I think a lot of gardeners have like almost poked their eye out from garden steaks or bamboo steaks. Cause when you're standing right over it, you really don't see much of it. And if you're, you know, lowering yourself to get a better perspective mm -hmm. on your plants, it's like, yeah, there's been oh, yeah. so many close calls that, um, uh, I think everybody who's using uh, steaks or, or anything should definitely have those uh, caps on the end. And they're orange too. They mm -hmm. stand out, you know, against the green uh, of, of our plants. The ones behind growing. us are so actually just, Indian. We sell them in green products. and orange, different colors, because not everybody wants to see them. They're soft caps too. So if you don't happen to see them and you whack yourself, you're not going to do as much. Sure. Damage. But these five foot steaks, oh yeah, 
notorious. You plant them in the ground, they're about four foot once they're actually planted. You lean over into your canopy space and you're, you know, you don't see that until it's too late. So yeah, we really love the cap. Helps a lot of people avoid it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it's not like you can yeah. regrow Plus, an you know, eyeball or anything like that. I make them some forms. It keeps them from rusting. It keeps the sharp edges from being a danger. It allows them to look a little bit nicer and cleaner when they're in the garden space. And they're cute. They got these little flowers on top of them. So, yeah, we like that cat. Yep. Yeah, they they look they look very uh, very sharp. Uh, they're they're definitely good for gardeners who are you know concerned about aesthetics and want want everything looking nice too. Um, so. Uh, where are your products manufactured uh, right and, here, and how are you doing uh, in, that? In this shop that I'm in, in Fort Collins, Colorado, we have a couple of injection molding machines. We're running one mold right now, so we actually have capacity to make uh, small parts for other companies while we're uh, building towards uh, full capacity. But um, we make about 14, 13,000 C-bytes every single nice. day, and we're building up to, uh, you know, supplying um big box stores, hardware stores around the country, garden shops, independents, and online. So we're, we have our sites set pretty high. We've, we've managed to grow pretty rapidly. So um, this year we're looking to sell probably over 4 million sea bites, which is four times what we did last year. And uh, that was four times what we've done in the previous, all the years that I've done it prior to it. So uh, gardening is big and uh, we're floating along with it, which is cool. Shaking up a nice. little... Uh, boring tomato cage section because you know it's, yeah. it's been the same thing for a lot of time I mean people are not you know they're limited in what they can grow inside of a tomato cage so yeah for sure yeah I, I think I've been you know more or less following you guys since your inception or, or pretty close to it and it's really cool to to watch you guys have you know uh, pretty nice. sharp I like success that. so um, <laughs> you're doing you're doing it good uh, keep Keep it up. Um, so, how long have you been a SmartPot user for, and uh, what do you like I about them? You might have noticed me back in the beginning because I was using SmartPots with some of my grows. I, you know, it's 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 a lot of the qualities that you guys market out there are very obvious to somebody who grows things and gardens that those those features are accurate. You know, the aeration in the root zone the lack of spiraling and compaction that you get inside of it. I really like growing outside with them because I see cool things like funguses growing on the surfaces of it. And I know that the, the, the roots are growing, penetrating through the pot into the ground and, and accessing other, you know, sources of nutrients. So I don't have to be quite so careful about, you know, maintaining the soil in the, in the pot zone. Um, root zone cool. I mean, it's just so many different things. And, you know, every time I've grown into a smart pot, I've seen really yeah. great results. So. You, know, you don't get off of a winning horse mid-race, you know, you keep doing what works. Yep. Smart pots are going to grow, you know, pretty high-yielding plants. And so your products, uh, you know, with, with Thriving Design go hand-in-hand with what we're putting together. Because if you got big yields, you don't want those branches uh, snapping well, and breaking. You make you such a great... Plan ahead and Yeah, you make such them. a great point, too, is that yep. uh, so many people who let's take cannabis as an example for the smart pots is that they grow a high yield plant. Many of these states have uh, requirements on what you're allowed to grow and how many you're allowed to grow them. So I've always been a, of the mindset that I want to grow a really big plant and a smart pot was a great way to do that. Cause then I can stay within the legal limits and still maintain that, you know, giant lush garden space that I want to have. It's, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun to grow. A lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. Up, 
Yeah, up in up in Humboldt and in the uh, Emerald Triangle, those those guys. Monsters. Uh, like a decade ago, it, it was not uncommon to see like a six, seven, eight hundred gallon smart pot, uh, and then it's like fifteen mm -hmm. feet tall. So I think growers are generally kind of going with smaller smart pots these days mm -hmm. for commercial, because now it's more about your canopy size uh, versus your plant counts. Um, so you've been working with your sister uh, at Thriving Design. How has that been going? It's great. You know, she and I have managed to uh, come together and, and, and build a really groovy little company together that we're both very proud of. And, you know, like every sibling, we have our, we have our, uh, our dysfunction, but we're, it's actually an opportunity for us to, to work through them. We face each other every day. We're professionals and, and you know, it's, it's wonderful. It's actually been the best experience I could have hoped for uh, out of this with her because, you know, we get along, we talk to each other every day, we've got a common cause, we're, we're, we're feeling the high of being successful, which is really wonderful, and sharing that together, which every team likes, so it's great. Yeah, yeah, Mo uh, she's a super nice uh, woman, and um, yeah, she seems to be a, a great business, um, you know, business Smart. person, so yeah, she's yeah. in the right spot for you guys, for sure. Um, yeah, hopefully we could get her on, on a future podcast because I'm sure she's got some great perspectives on, you know, environmental stewardship and yeah. all that good stuff too. Um, what would you say are some of the biggest challenges that you've faced as a company? Well, I think uh, it's very challenging to introduce a, a new product that kind of defies category you know it's not like we have something that people are familiar with when they first see it they have to be educated first as to what it is and then they have to be understand how it works and why it might be beneficial to them once they get that part of it it's really easy but you know it's an uphill climb for us when we were not able to get in front of people with all the cancellations that happened in 2020 it was uh it was slow going so it it's really 2023 that's going to be our biggest opportunity to hit all the trade shows with all of our dealers and distributors and, and make the sort of splash that we were hoping to in 2021. So, you know, things have been just a little bit slow um, in, in terms of us going, I mean, that's just me being impatient too. And we've done so much in, in, in the short time that we've done it. So I guess uh, I can't complain too much. Uh, you know, and every business has challenges, you know, it's the same thing that we're launching. Facing. Yeah, launching a, yeah, launching a business during uh, the pandemic must have been um, definitely uh, tough. I, I know we had to totally switch gears on how we, you know, conducted our sales. And luckily, I think we did a pretty good job of doing it. And then plus, it helped that everyone got into their garden uh, in 2020. And uh, sales were up for us, but yeah. we yeah. definitely saw a lot of challenges. Um, now, uh, where can people find yeah, your sure. products? Yeah, sure. Thank you for asking. Sea bites are uh, available at uh, Fred Meyer's up in the Northwest. We're in uh, lawn and garden centers around the country right now. Uh, I, we're, we're working towards uh, seeing ourselves in Tractor Supply Company next year. And obviously, they're online at uh, our website, Thrive and Design, nice. and on Amazon as well. Um, so, yeah, they're we're, we're trying to make them easy for people to find. If you don't see them in your local garden center, of course, we hope that you ask them to carry us because, you know, that's our distribution strategy. I think that's how we get our product in the most hands and get people really excited about it and, and get the sort of buzz that we want going as, as users. So 
please ask for them if you don't have them in your community. Plus, it saves on shipping, and that's that's better for the environment. And we like people to support local businesses, so wins everywhere that that way. Yeah, we're 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 of the same mindset. We would, you know, we have smart pots available on our website, but we love the independent garden centers and hardware stores that carry our products, and we would rather see you know people support the mom and pop shops uh the brick and mortar uh stores uh do you guys have a dealer locator no, on yet. your website by any chance or like no to. at this point in time you know we're, we're scrambling right so fast we don't even know all the dealers who carry us to be honest with you which you know yeah yeah we're we're in the same boat uh sometimes i'll walk into a, a new garden center that i've never been yeah, in and you know yeah. i'll see yeah. a smart pot section and it just just makes my yeah. day when I see that. <laughs> nice. So, how can people uh, get in touch with you sure. and find um, you on social couple media? Couple of things going on. We have uh, obviously Facebook and Instagram at Thriving Design. Uh, we have a WeFunder campaign, which is great because we are scaling so rapidly, you know, and we're in a seasonal business where you know there's some cash flow hurdles that we're trying to overcome. So. Uh, you can go to wefunder.com backslash thriving design. And there's a good place to actually hear about our company story and see some of the successes that we've had. If you want to follow us along, then you go to our Instagram or Facebook pages and then, you know, we'll kind of catch up on the day to day. And then I also have a page where I shoot all these crazy structures. I build, I build these things in three dimensions. This one's a little, uh, it's triangular bi-pyramid. So we make all the platonic solids and hold on. Here's another one. I do this at C by underscore guy. Right, these things are kind of fun. So, I have to show off the potential of the clip because, like I say, there's trillions of possibilities with the six, and Lego only has like 900 million. So, you know, we've got some deep. Well, you're, I've, I mean, your designs that you come up with on, on your Seabite Guy uh, page are really cool and creative, and and you know, it just shows you must be a creative guy in general because I, I wouldn't be able to come up with something uh, that cool. So. I'm like Steve Martin. I'm a wild and creative guy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Jason, on that note, that was all the questions that I had today. So, um, you know, as trade show season is approaching, hopefully we'll get to run into each other and, uh, and, yeah, and, yeah. and, and see each other in person again. So until then, uh, thank you very much for joining us uh, on the Growing Revolution podcast. Thank you, Eric. Everybody buy SmartPot. See you, bites. That's okay. right.